The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're tuned in to Heat Check with Trista Crick. On this episode of the Heat Check. Oh boy, Atlanta. Things are getting hot. It's hot and so hot in her. They like this is really hot in Atlanta. Hot Atlanta to a all new meaning. Things happening with Trey Young. We talk about him potentially being on the trade block. What? We also talk about what in the hell is happening with Chris Middleton. I haven't seen him in ages. I think he's only played seven games out of the first 41. I tell you what, that's not good considering how things ended up with Boston and Milwaukee. We also talk about one of the best guys in the NBA, Andrew Holiday. One of the weirdest suspensions I've ever seen. And we also break down a new mixtape release from an NBA rapper not named Damian Lillard. Lots to talk about. Not a lot of big pieces, a lot of fluff pieces, but they're fun. So let's get into it, Nick. Drop that generic ass beat. What the fuck is going on in Atlanta? What is happening? It just keeps getting weirder and weirder by the moment. The latest news is our guy, Trey Young, Ice Trey. Ice Trey could be on the move in Atlanta. Say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. A year ago, this would have been something unspeakable, unthinkable. Maybe even a month ago, people wouldn't have believed it. Even in this offseason, when they traded for DeJounte Murray, no one seriously thought DeJounte Murray meant anything in regards to Trey Young going anywhere. Life comes at you fast. Life comes at you fast. So then what, what happened? Four things happened. First, well, Trey Young has been beefing with everyone, so he gets into it with Nate McMillan. Nate McMillan, the head coach, and things have turned so toxic that Nate McMillan may retire, may resign. Who knows? Might take a paycheck just to go somewhere else. So disgusted with Trey Young. We've discussed this at nauseum, but let me remind you, Nate never thought he was going to coach. Again, after coaching in Indiana – and leading his team to mediocrity like six years in a row after leading Portland to mediocrity many years in a row. The only reason that he got his job is because Trey Young got the last coach fired. 
Remember, uh, my man Lloyd Pierce went on paternity leave, and Atlanta was better when he was on paternity leave than when he was actually coaching. So he got jettisoned, and then all of a sudden Nate McMillan makes this historic run, which was you know, largely predicated on Ben Simmons being awful. And, you know, they had to do what they had to do, which was re-sign guys for no damn reason. Second, the GM that gave him a massive extension, Travis Schlenk, who has been a huge supporter of Trey, who made the deal in order to trade Luka Doncic for Trey Young for a song, who a lot of people 18 months ago thought maybe GM of the year, is out. Not out last offseason, out right now. Out in the middle of the year. And that means the team that he put together by literally throwing tons and tons of money at guys who took them to the Eastern Conference Finals that he really never really wanted on the team to begin with, a.k.a. John Collins, also Clint Capella, uh, are all here and he is not here. And then he mortgages the future, all their draft picks, by three of them, by trading for DeJounte Murray. And yeah, that guy, that guy, that guy. Oh, he did. Oh, he died. He's gone now. He's gone. Three, the Hawks are at the halfway mark under 500. Again, for the third year in a row. That's where they were before they went on that historic run, too. Three years in a row that the Hawks are barely the play-in. They're barely clinging on. Atlanta, probably one of the most disappointing teams in the NBA. And that's hard to do, considering that there is not a lot of expectation for Atlanta, considering that they were a train wreck last year. And finally, Trey's been awful. Awful. How bad? How bad is he? 31% from three. Career worst. Bottom 10% for all high-volume shooters. We've talked about this as well. He's shooting overall 43% for the year. He's averaging 27.5 and 10 per game. But listen, it's ugly. It's real ugly. And the team's not winning when he goes off. This is not rocket science, right? This This is a disaster. This is a team, this franchise is in shambles. A star player who's locked down to a max contract on a team that fired its GM in the middle of December with other front office members who have also been jettisoned. I cannot express, as a side note, how unorthodox it is for an entire team to clean house of its GM and all of the front office members in the middle of the year. In the middle of the year in December? That never happens, and it's just happening, and no one's saying a peep about it. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to spend more time with my family. I'm going to collect the check. I'm going to do some consulting, which means he's not doing a damn thing, and he's just getting paid. And then you've got the coach beefing with the star player who's on a max deal, who's basically locked down through 2027 on a team. He does not get along with his teammates or his coach, specifically John Collins. What is that What is that a recipe for? Get me the fuck out out of here. The latest news is that uh, no team right now is more active than the Atlanta Hawk in terms of just moving everyone. Everyone. They've been, in the past 24 hours alone, linked to a John Collins to Utah for Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt. Okay. As well as a trade to the Pistons for Boyan Bogdanovich. They already have Bogdan Bogdanovich. And uh, you can't have two Bogdanoviches, folks. You can't. It's impossible. This is against the rules. I think, I think it's page 7, uh, paragraph 4 in the NBA rulebook. You can only have one Bogdanovich. And on top of that, furthermore, 
you can't have a Bogdan and a Boyan Bogdanovich on the team. It's too confusing for them. It's too confusing for us. It's too confusing for the teammates. It's a no-go. So if you get Boyan, you got to trade Bogdan. You just have to. No siree, Bob. It's not my job. Get rid of one of the Bogdans. That's what it is. So, yeah, take all of the drama surrounding Trey and Nate. GM gone verge of massive changes, signed Derek Favors to a 10-day, about as desperate as signing Kemba Walker to a 10-day, and that is where we're at. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. And the heart of this is Trey Young, of course. Trey Young and Dejounte Murray were supposed to be the backcourt of the future. People said they were going to be a top three backcourt in the league. They are a top nothing backcourt in the league. And they've mortgaged their future for DeJounte, and they got worse, not better. So it's not a shock that this week, for the first time that I can recall, multiple articles have emerged discussing a Trey Young trade. Chris Haynes said this about a possible trade asking for Trey Young to be traded. The Hawks have been up and down, mainly down this year. And, you know, there's been some turmoil that's been going on in the locker room, and this is something that's been going on for a while, nothing new. I think you can get the sense and feel that it's reaching a boiling point here, <laughs> and it's something is going to have to break. And I don't know what that is. You see the front office making unconventional moves at the midway point in the season. <laughs> front office making unconventional moves. He got moved. The front office weren't, wasn't making any moves. They literally just moved the queen off the board. You never, you never, this he goes on to say, you never see the head of basketball operations step down in December. No, you don't. Landry Fields is now running the show over there as GM, and they let go of some of the front office personnel that came in with Travis. So there are things that are going on <laughs> These senses are awesome. But it's all going to depend how this season ultimately fares. We know how it's going to fare. You think it's going to just turn around out of nowhere for no reason? Like the pieces are the same, the GMs, is the, the, uh, the head coach is the same, Trey Young is the same. Sam Quinn of CBS thinks Trey Young to Miami is the, is the move as a replacement for Kyle Lowry as the best fit. That's interesting. This is what he said. Young could be their primary ball handler of the future. <laughs> the theoretical fit, I love it, the theoretical fit with Bam Adebayo is nearly perfect. Young has played almost exclusively with lob threats at center. Adebayo's basketball IQ screening and passing makes him arguably the third best dribble handoff partner for a star guard in basketball. That sort of dance partner could expand Young's horizons in the pick and roll. Adebayo is a sort of defender you need to cover for Young's shortcomings. This is the shadiest paragraph, low-key, I have ever heard. One, expand Trey Young's horizons? That just means he's first option, second option, third option to score, fourth option to lob. They're like, maybe Bam Adebayo could teach this old dog some new tricks. 
And also, maybe Bam Adebayo could cover up for the fact that Trey Young doesn't defend. Also, here's another shady thing that he's about to say. Heat culture would squeeze out every last meager drop <laughs> of defensive potential he has. We got to get Sam Quinn on this podcast. This man, this man's just like Brian Windhorse in terms of saying things that are straight facts in a way that like the real ones know is shady as fuck. I mean, on paper, this looks like a perfect match for all the reasons that Sam Quinn had to say. But Sam Quinn also knows that heat culture heat culture can grind you down to dust. Figure out what it did to my man, Andre Iguodala. Andre Iguodala wouldn't even buy a home. He literally rented an apartment right outside the practice facility because he knew he could be gone at any moment if he didn't do what they had to say. You think Trey Young is going to play, like, army soldier to heat culture and Pat Riley just do whatever Eric Spolstra has to say? Or do you think he's going to be like Dwayne Dedman and throw a fucking massage trigger gun out in the middle of the court if he doesn't get what he wants? Which we'll get to in a second. Everyone keeps saying that we need to see how Hawk season turns out, but we know what's what's up, right? We know what's up. We're halfway through the season. How is this going to change? How are we How are we just going to see the Hawks go on like a 10-game winning streak? Are we? Is Do they have a Kyrie Irving I didn't know about that's suspended? No. No. Like, DeJounte Murray is going down. Trey Young going down. John Collins wants to be moved. Clint Capella has been injured. How is this going to work? Oh, yes. Boyan Bogdanovich. That's what's going to save them. If the coach resigned today, nobody would blink an eye, right? Like, nobody. Nobody would even. I don't even know who the assistant is there, but I'd like to know. I'd like to know who would be taking over. And the issue, I think, is is even worse than it probably appears on first glance. Because why? Because you trade three first-round picks for DeJounte Murray, and he's not under team control. What? Yeah. So DeJounte is a free agent next year. And their draft capital is awful. This is what they're looking at. 2023, well, I've got uh, some stuff going on there that's very hard to explain. A complicated pick protection thing with the Knicks probably going to convey to the Knicks. 2024, they have the Kings first rounder from the Herder deal, which is worse than probably their first rounder. Let's be honest. It's going to be worse. 2025, they traded that to the Spurs. 2026, uh, the Spurs have the option for a pick swap, so you'll either keep your own or you'll get the Spurs, depending on which one is worse. You will get the worst one. Uh, 2027, you traded that first-round pick to the Spurs. So for the next uh, checks notes, five years, you have one first-round pick that is somewhat mediocre. Not great. Not ideal for a team that's looking to rebuild. So no wonder they're asking for first-round picks for John Collins. No wonder they're open to trading Trey Young. You could probably get four for five Four first-round picks for Trey Young. God bless whatever team ends up doing that deal. Promise you it won't be the Heat, though. I, if it's the Heat, they're giving you Duncan Robinson, and they're giving you two first-round picks, and they're giving you Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry to the Hawks. That's what it would be. That To make the salaries match, you're going to get a broken, busted-down Kyle Lowry, and Kyle Lowry's going to get fat in Atlanta. He's going to go to fucking Magic City. He's not going to have any more body fat tests because he's not in Miami anymore. I tell you what, it's, but you're going to get two first-round picks from Miami. Not, not ideal. The Hawks at the halfway point are a mess. Whether Trey ends up taking the disappointment elsewhere, starting a new path, remains to be seen. But I tell you what, 
is a very this league moment that I cannot wait to follow until it ends up turning into a new drama and a new circus wherever Trey goes next, if Trey goes somewhere next.